Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed again because of course it has. We should talk about exactly why that is and what is sure to be one of the biggest messes in recent gaming history. Hello everybody, welcome to All Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, not joined by Josh or Jules or Sai. A couple of them are off. Sai's working on some awesome Resident Evil 4 stuff that's coming up in the future. But I needed to dive on this because it's one of the biggest talking points in the industry right now. And I think that everything going on with Warner Brothers and with Suicide Squad is hilarious, tragic, ridiculous... Um, all in equal measure. So there's a lot of different things to break down here. I think the actual development of the game um, is an absolute mess. I'll break down some various things that have happened in recent memory, like I said. Um, and this all circles around the fact that Bloomberg and Jason Schreier have said that in response to the most recent PlayStation State of Play, the most recent demoing of the game, um, Suicide Squad has been delayed yet again um, as the team attempt to address some of the backlash, some of the feedback, let's say, um, that they received after that showing. So um, Jason Schreier uh, tweeted out that Warner Brothers and Rocksteady have, de- have delayed Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League once again from May to later this year, according to a person familiar. A showcase of the game during a PlayStation stream last month was poorly received by fans um, he does say that a delay like a delay like this is mainly for polish not to overhaul the core gameplay that caused the backlash um, you know suicide squad started off as a games as a service and will remain one short of a complete reboot which would require a much longer delay now i tweeted that out as well you know they're not going to overhaul the game in just a few months something as core as changing things like the level design or the way the fact that harley quinn swings around like spider-man they're not going to overhaul things like that immediately which is where it kind of gets more tragic and hilarious because we have jeff grubb and known insider you know like uh, from giant bomb from his own jeff grubb's games mess channel and this is written up by video games chronicle and where grubb says i don't want to cause a panic or anything but i've heard that it's not even coming out this year i'm hearing 2024 this is him referring to one of his sources um earlier this evening they're like this is a delay ass delay like this is a bigger delay than is even being put out there Um, He says, we'll see. He says, this stuff is hard to nail down for sure. Um, But the source that he's using has always been a good one. Um, This is ridiculous. I think (laughs) this whole thing, and there's more to this as well. Um, The fact that it just kind of gets worse in regards to where Rocksteady are at, where Rocksteady used to be. And the fact that Rocksteady, you know, are one of the most beloved devs in the industry. Like, obviously, right now, they're going through a whole thing with um, the Suicide Squad. But it's not like we're going to forget about Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and even Arkham Knight, as much as that game was a bit more divisive. You know, we all, a lot of us, grew up playing Arkham Asylum, grew up playing Arkham City, and just loved their turn from being almost complete nobodies to being able to dominate a certain style of game design and pioneering a combat system that is still referred to as one of the best melee systems in the world. 
um, or in the industry. It is in the world, but in the industry. Um, you know, they got all that stuff so right. So to see them fall so far um, is, uh, is a massive talking point. So um, this all comes after the Suicide Squad game was uh, Kill the Justice League was meant to drop last year in 2022. Um, and then it was delayed to May of this year. And now it's been delayed again. Like I said, because of the disastrous showing at the recent state of play. Um, it's worth noting that this is Rocksteady's first game, or only game, in uh, eight years. It's their only game since Arkham Knight, which is way back in 2015. And like I said, that game was a little bit more divisive. Um, but still, it's just the fact that so much time has passed and so many other games have managed to come out. I and mean, we've had both God of Wars since then, both God of War reboots since then. Um, which is kind of insane when you really think about it. Um, so yeah, the fact that that's been delayed once again and the last game was Arkham Knight... Um, we also have the fact that if you go looking a little bit deeper, Rocksteady's own co-founders, um, Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker, um, they put a whole official statement out saying that they're leaving the studio as of the end of 2022. So I don't know if that's officially gone through yet, um, but it's one of those cases. It reminds me a bit of the Rocksteady. Uh, sorry, reminds me a bit of the Rockstar situation, where you know the likes of Dan Hauser is just like, I'm done. I'm I'm done being here. I don't even know if there is a place for me here anymore, um, and I'm going to go off and make a smaller studio and do something else like that. Um, Sefton Hill and Jamie Walker have already said that they have a whole new adventure in games that they want to embark on. Um, and it's pretty, I mean, if you're them and you've pioneered Rocksteady and that entire arc of the Arkham trilogy, and like I said, going from relative nobodies to almost overnight successes, and then having to sort of deal with this weird approach that Warner Brothers has to the Suicide Squad and, and keeping relying on that entity and that IP over and over and over again. And, uh, and the more you go looking into how much the how much Warner Brothers really want a Suicide Squad game, there's mentions of it way back even in 2010. You know, there's been mentions of it for the last you know over the last decade. Um, and there was a whole thing where WB Montreal, which are the devs that took over the Arkham series to do Arkham Origins, which if you want to read between the lines, was something that Rocksteady weren't really a fan of. You know, they left out Arkham Origins in Arkham Knight's credits when they were paying tribute to the trilogy coming to a close or the franchise coming to a close. And they left out Arkham Origins altogether. It just wasn't in the end credits wrap up, which uh, to me always felt like a, a little jab, a little stab. Um, just saying, like, look, this is our IP, and we don't need your Warner Brothers other studios taking it off us. Um, that's just how that came across to me. Um, but yeah, there was a Suicide Squad game in production, in development, after Arkham Origins, um, because the Suicide Squad was teased at the end of Arkham Origins, and that was what WB Montreal moved on to. But that game was also cancelled in 2016. That was revealed also by Jason Schreier back when he was working at Kotaku. So WB have been trying to get a Suicide Squad game off the ground for quite some time, even alongside the Arkham trilogy when all that stuff was rolling out. Um, and it just didn't work. It's just never really worked. Um, and if we bring it back to the most recent version of the Suicide Squad, almost because it's been in development for so long, you now have a game that has to recoup so much money. Um, and as we saw in the gameplay footage, you have all mentions of battle passes, of premium currencies, of all these different skins that you can get. It's, you know, it's one of those. It's a one of those types of games. Um, and it just looks so bland. I mentioned Holly Quinn swinging around before, but it's, it reminds me overall of the way that the Avengers game was put together, where it just was the case of let's make some of the most bland levels possible and some of the most bland approaches to heroes possible because we need everybody to be able to access every part of this at all times. As much as they want to make something that is team-based, they don't fundamentally you know, actually box you into those roles because maybe you won't actually be able to rely on the random person that you've match made up with or the person that you're actually trying to play co-op with anyway. So it just results in a pretty watered-down approach to a game that is loaded with all these different attempts at potential monetization um, because, like I said, they need to recoup now eight years of dev time or more than that if the idea of a Suicide Squad game goes even further back than that. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. So... There's a whole lot of stuff with that. And like I said, you know, the game has had horrific response in regards to the more they've shown it off, like the most recent state of play. Everybody kind of hated that. That reminded me of like one of those telltale popped up in the corner or like a, like a fallout thing of like everyone disliked that um, <laughs> in regards to the way they showed this thing off. Um, because like I said, it was battle passes, premium currencies, the gameplay looked bland as hell. Um, and it just didn't have a whole lot to latch onto. Now it is set in the Arkhamverse and it will feature Kevin Conroy. It's the final performance of Conroy, sadly he passed away. Um, but it will be his last appearance as Batman. And because it's in the Arkhamverse, this is, the, this is still the same Batman that we followed across the Arkham trilogy. So there is a little bit of a carry-on there. Um, if you want to see what happened to that character, the Arkham Knight's Nightfall ending is one of the most divisive endings or hated endings um, you know, of that entire year. But there's maybe a way to make that work. I guess we have Brainiac taking control of people's minds, so maybe that's what he was always up to at the end of that game. If you know what I'm talking about, you'll know how ridiculous the Nightfall thing was. Um, but that's a whole thing. I feel like in a wider sense, and this is kind of where I'm going to pass it over down to the comments, is just that idea of 
has a four-person action loot shooter thing ever worked? Like, really, has it ever worked? I feel like we, way back in 2014, when the first Destiny launched, the general conversation around that game was like, okay, Bungie made a phenomenal shooter. It plays extremely, you know, it plays perfectly. It's like Bungie continued to make some of the best first-person shooting models uh, in the entire industry. But everything else kind of sucks about it. All the level design, all the, you know, go here, protect this one point, go find this loot, grind this thing out, all these different drops and all these different approaches to loot boxes, etc. Everybody hated that stuff. But I feel like the industry kind of tried to take all those other lessons. The You know, they should have been refine the gameplay and bolt everything else on afterwards. Um, but they learned all the money grubby stuff instead. And we started getting all these systems that are surrounding getting as much money out of you as possible, trying to take as much time away from you as possible, and just live on these games um, as much as possible without the refined gameplay core actually being there. Um, it's worth throwing in here, and again, down to the comments. Um, last, I was watching last night the Capcom uh, live stream, the Spotlight, with the Resident Evil 4 demo, which is awesome, by the way. It's brilliant. Um, but in amongst that was um, them showcasing Exoprimal, which is like their weird live service attempt at like Dino Crisis meets Destiny or meets Anthem or whatever the hell that thing is, that you know showcase was also loaded with the same stuff that we largely hate when it's done by many other publishers. I'm not seeing much of a backlash to that, but it's interesting in terms of Exoprimal, just seeing Capcom also go like, you know, we have all this Resident Evil stuff that we're doing, we have all this, you know, Monster Hunter uh, Rise is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series systems, but also we're going to try one of these money-grubby things and see if we can do that as well. All of these game ideas feel like they are multiple years late. They always just feel like they are just coming way after anything close to a zeitgeist, which, to me, never really took off anyway. Even if you find a Destiny fan who will say that they enjoy Destiny, they can never 100% say it's outright totally recommendable. There's always some part of the experience that you have to put up with, or some weird qualm that you have to go back and forth on to figure out, which, for me, is nearly always the case with, uh, with all the live service stuff. Um, it's worth rounding this whole thing out by just saying that WB themselves are all over the place. Obviously, you go back across their last sort of decade or so of trying to make all the different DC movies work. Now they've brought on Zack, sorry, <laughs> Zack Snyder. Now they've brought on James Gunn. Um, I was thinking of Zack Snyder's movies, um, which I don't mind, but still. They're doing all that stuff with the DC heroes in the movie world and trying to make all those things work and have a unified front with the movies, the TV, and the video games. Um, but WB overall, you know, there's a whole bunch of turmoil going on across the last few years, or there was a whole bunch of turmoil going on in terms of them asking or making NetherRealm choose between Injustice and Mortal Kombat. And apparently the way those conversations went was rather than after MK11, NetherRealm doing another Injustice, which like that's what they used to do. They used to tandem Mortal Kombat and Injustice. Now they were just going to go straight into Mortal Kombat 12, which apparently is coming this year. And that was randomly revealed on an investor's call as someone from WB just mentioned the fact that it was coming. Um, which, you know, caused Ed Boon to tweet some stuff, the creator Ed Boon, because um, that's not how you want to reveal a video game. It's not really a marketing plan, just to say, hey, by the way, we have some product coming. Um, it's not great. So I feel like WB overall, um, that whole thing going on with Injustice and Mortal Kombat, the way that they organize what works and what people want, etc., is a little bit disconnected. We had Gotham Knights, which was another attempt at doing almost a live service model, but sort of bolted onto a, a more single player experience. You, you could play that game in single player, even though they recommended you do it in co-op. And I think that game, you know, as much as it got absolutely dragged because there are a bunch of systems in there that are all around mod chips and grinding and all that BS, I do think it's very well written. I think the characters are brilliant. The skins that you actually get, thankfully, you don't have to pay for them, look brilliant. I think the overall art direction there is great. And I think that game has a really great sense of atmosphere. It does feel like you're, you know, looking after Gotham um, in Batman's absence. So I really like that game um, for the most part. Obviously, there, there are <laughs> it's not a perfect game by any means. Um, but I feel like overall, you know, mentioning... 
the last 10 plus years of WB forcing Suicide Squad down our throats, whether it is two movies um, in the space of five years, the 2016 one and the 2021 one. Um, and the 2021 movie just largely bombing as well. I know it recouped funds overseas the more it was out, but people did not care about that movie, even though it was better than the 2016 one. Um, and in amongst all that stuff, the cancelled Damian Wayne game, the cancelled Suicide Squad game, like I mentioned, um, the cancelled or the rumoured su- Superman game that was also in there too, just they don't seem to have any real idea of what they should focus on. And it's a shame because when you wrap everything into one and you have Sefton Hill, Jamie Walker um, leaving the studio that they founded, that they you know helped even facilitate WB Montreal and WB Games um, as a thing alongside the likes of the Mortal Kombat and everything. Them, those guys just saying, like, we can't do this anymore. It just speaks to a wider framework that must be a living hell to navigate from a creative standpoint. So that's all my thoughts on the Suicide Squad game being delayed. That's almost exactly why it's being delayed, because of the wider framework and everything else. And you can let me know what you think down in the comments below. Are there redeeming factors to this game? Do you think it'll come out later this year? Or do you think we're going to be waiting till next year? And then we'll just pick up the pieces and see what shape it takes in 2024. For now, I've been Scott Tailford from WhatCulture.com, and I'll catch you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.